You'll Peter? never believe who's sponsoring this episode. <laughs> I know. Let's say it together. One, two, three. King, King Spa. Spa. This episode is brought to you by King Spa, our favorite, favorite Korean spa. Oh, my gosh. If you're in Chicago, go check them out in Niles. Just a beautiful space to self-care. Re- recover. Recover. You and I became friends there. Yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> and also, did you know they have a location in Dallas with Do a water they? park? Oh, my God. A water park. Like, oh, my God. King Spa. I want to go. I want to go to Dallas. Please take us to Dallas. And they have another location opening. <gasps> a new one in? Northern Virginia. That's right. That's so right. if you're in Northern Virginia and you're Korean, or if you like, like Korean spas. And if you just love life. Yeah. Get excited because King Spa is coming to your town. All right. Thank you, King Spa, for the sponsorship. And thank now. You, King Spa Daddy. Yes. <laughs> on with the episode. Happy impeachment day. Happy impeachment day. Today's the day the House votes on impeachment. I'm too nervous. I'm very nervous. There's I'm peop- too nervous. I mean, there's Democrats flipping parties so that they don't have to vote. Uh, I, it, uh, this is like... Ooh, I'm excited, but also like terrified for our republic to come exactly, in front exactly. of our eyes. It's like watching humans become rats. Yeah, this is Lord of the Flies. Yes, um, it's just so <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> so fucking pathetic. We're clearly bought out. Our entire GOP is bought out yes. by the NRA, which is bought out by Putin. It's just like, I don't want to be spreading conspiracy theories, but come on, guys. Turn the news on. Is it's there not crazy. one man among us? Is there One no human. man of integrity? Susan <laughs> Collins, you must be our man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, some Greek shit needs to happen. Like someone uh, needs to stand up and just be like Spartacus. Uh, yes. Not like that Cory Booker shit, but like for real, for real. For real. There needs to be like an A2 Brutus moment right yeah. now. But happy impeachment. Our democracy is, quote, working. And we are going through the process of um, impeaching and removing a president. So I'm very happy that this it's come this far. Um, you know, you love we could, to see it. You, you love, love to, to see, see it. it. You love to see democracy at work, hon. Yes. Um, but before we get started, I just want to say um, we do have a Patreon. We d- we, what? We have a Patreon, Unji. It's we live. Have a Patreon? It's a Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Ajima Show. And what? What's guess, it for? What is it? What is it? I'll tell you exactly what it is. It We're seven days before Christmas. There's a week out before Christmas oh uh, day. All yeah. right? It's December 18th, the uh-huh. one we're recording right now. Yeah. And for you guys... This show has been free, 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 free for almost three years. So if you have just a couple of shekels to throw at us, five a month, 10, 15, if you're rich, if you're the 1%, okay? And I know there's a lot of rich Korean ladies out there who are listening to us. I see you. I see you. I hear you. Okay? You email us. We engage. I know there are some woke-ass white ladies out there who would love to support us. So mm-hmm. patreon.com. Gunji, tell them what are the some of the like cool things that you can get as a Patreon member. Okay, as a Patreon member, you have access. Mm-hmm. Access. That's access. what we're all looking for. That's it. Right? Access. But you have <laughs> you have access to like a lot of ex- Patreon exclusive merchandise. Mm-hmm. Merchandise. You love to buy. You love merch. You love you consumerism. Lo- you love to consume. Um and also most of the the most tantalizing part of becoming a contributor aside from helping Peter and I. <laughs> yes. Helping us Aiding. survive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is Patreon exclusive content. 
So you're going to get to see, if you couldn't make it out to the LA show, you're going to be able to see that shit. I'm so sorry some... if you didn't come to or make it. By the way, we had friends get turned uh, away. Did what? you know that? Yeah. I found out later. I've had friends go, hey, I called um, Comedy Central stage to be like, hey, I'm coming. And they said, don't bother coming. What? Can you believe? I cannot believe. I cannot believe. How dare you do that without checking with us first? Yes. I would have squeezed them in. CC stage, I do not agree. I don't agree, CC stage, but I do agree with Patreon.com. And here's what <laughs> Patreon is a service. It's a service to become patrons of artists like me and Unji. Unji has a family. I have a boyfriend. We all have needs, okay? <laughs> we all have to live. And honestly, this podcast, we're not doing it for our living. We do other stuff. We act, we do comedy. That's our living. But we do this because we love it. And also, it's not free. So if you like the content, you could really support us, get more stuff. And guess what? We want to visit other cities the yes. la show has been so fun and guess what folks fans friends and family mm-hmm. there are rumors what? okay there are rumors that Rumor? there's an ajama show live happening on the east coast what yes honey you better be prepared what? we're not there gonna say rumor. exactly where yet because um we're still nailing down the details but um, both of the options we have open are on the East Coast. So if you have East Coast listeners, please tell them about the show. We are coming to a city near you. We are coming for you. That's right. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash show <laughs> to support us this Christmas and holiday season. Happy holidays to you and your family. And let's start the show, huh? Let's get going. Let's do it. Okay. Well, first of all, welcome Back to Chicago. I, before <laughs> we started, we said this feels so rudimentary to be away from each other again. I, it feels I, like basic as fuck and like I not. Well, it's <laughs> not living up to our potential. I know. Uh, like <laughs> it, it, this feels like if this feels gray. Yeah. Compared to the technicolor. Of being in the same room together. I know. That was so fun to be able to record with you only minutes before our show. <laughs> that was such a long day. That was such that a, was long a long day, day of getting all the video edited. I mean, you guys missed it. If you if you are a Patreon member, you can see the video. We're going to put it up there. But And damn. you'll be able to hear some of the exclusive behind-the-scenes content that we recorded that day. Oh my God, so much tea, so much shade, so much gossip. It's coming at you only from the Patreon. But Oh my God, I forgot. Yes. Oh my um, God, yes. While you were out here, we did a lot of that Patreon stuff for our members. But also, you were here for like three full days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really was. give me a wrap up, gal. Like, how did you like it? What's your roses and thorns? Let me say this. I did Please. not expect it. <laughs> I did not expect it to like it as much as I did. I was uh- very... Okay. It was very livable. She loved it. She's obsessed. <laughs> and I, you just came back from New York, too. So it was a very stark con- uh, contrast between two industry towns. Yes, it was. And I will say L.A. seems a little more livable. Uh-huh. Like the quality of life is better the qol is high here honey the yes. la qol is very very high yes. and wh- why do you say that what made you experience that just like the sun like the <laughs> like the shit that you're you know like that everyone talks about like i remember i went on the cab ride over to one place to another you know who knows at this point it's just everything's a fucking freeway i mean the city <laughs> is gross it's gross th- yeah but the homes in like the residential area like the people places where people live like it's fucking beautiful what was you know? your favorite house? My favorite house? Yeah, your favorite home to visit. 
And why was it beautiful? Come on. Okay, I, you know I was fishing for that. Yes, yours was clearly. I mean, I talked about it when I got to my house. <laughs> like, next, it is. And you gorgeous. have a nice I mean, you house. You have a fucking koi pond. Like, of course. Hello. All right. I can't even stand you right now. <laughs> I have another. I have a Korean friend that came to my house the other day. A comic, uh, Grace Jung. She's also a fan yeah. of the pod, friend of the pod. Oh, you met her doing um, mm-hmm, comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then she came to our show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, we, she came over. She was like, "Oh, 완전 궁전이다, 궁전." Yeah. And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Obnoxious. I know. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I'm not sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Okay, these are the few QOLs you get in LA. All right. You I get mean, big, nice, nice housing. Yeah, you get that kind of house. You get it upstairs, downstairs. You got a fucking koi pond. You got trees and shit. Like it's beautiful. And before you came, um, you came uh, another time way before before you were doing comedy and all that. Yes, yes. So it was different this time. You saw all your comedy friends. You went on some meetings. Yes, yes. How yes. were your meetings without divulging too much? <laughs> they were fine. I mean, it's meetings as meetings as meetings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, Meetings sure. beget more be- meetings and the meetings beget more meetings. I mean, like, it's like a skill and I understand. I, it's like a, it's a culture based on that. Like, this is how the business is done yeah. and handled out there. That's it. You know, right? This is like sort of what I have intuited um, from my small dad, you know, taste of it. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, in New York, I will say that like, it is more, you can be, I think it's easier to be poor in New York. <laughs> like, you can, like, get a slice. I mean, I guess both places have pretty cheap food and everything. But you can't be carless in L.A. You can't, that is hard. It, yeah, Broke. that's very hard. It's a car culture. You have to buy into a car culture. Yeah. And you have to buy into the fact that L.A. has a speed of its own, which is zero is miles per hour. as fuck. <laughs> it's so chill. Like, I cannot... I can't, that was a part of it that I found very unnerving. Yes. Where like, I could tell people were like, oh, you're from somewhere else, you know? And most people <laughs> thought it was New York. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I'm from Chicago. And they're like, okay, that you, that doesn't seem to vibe with what I understand of Chicago, but okay. Um, but Chicago yeah, like, has like a city beat to it. Like it is, you know, the sprawl of the Midwest, but it yes. does still have like an urban kind of heartbeat to it. There's a train system that works, you know, yes. bus system but they, that but works. But I wasn't what they expect from Chicago. Like oh, this, yeah, yeah. this energy to people yeah. reads East Coast. Yeah, you were wound up and screaming. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to get there fast. And what are we talking about again? You've already <laughs> forgotten. I've already moved on. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, if the quality of life is good. I mean, like when I was there, I was in an Uber Going from one fucking thing to another, and mm. the driver was in a everyone's in a nice mood, you know, they're like chill. <laughs> um, and he was taught the Uber driver, like, man, it's a beautiful day, isn't it? Like, the sun's really out. And I like cut him off before he could start keep talking about the fucking weather. And I was <laughs> like, isn't it always nice around here? So, like, why do we, why do we even need to talk about it? Yeah. Um, we don't actually. We don't talk about the weather ever until it gets not nice and we're like, oh man, it's raining today. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in, in Chicago, it's kind of like how we always talk about like how cold it is. Yes. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, it's always fucking cold here. I mean, that's but it. Besides the, um, the, the pace and the, the chillness. Yeah. And, and the, you know, nice weather and all that. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself, can you see yourself spending an extended amount of time here? 
I mean, if I if I I mean, if someone is giving me money, for I can work, see myself. for yeah. work, if, yeah. If if someone is giving me money, I can see myself anywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know. You heard it here you know? first, Ajima yeah. fans. If you got the money, Unji's willing to travel. To, I'm anywhere. willing to travel anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, and I will do it for however long you continue to give me money. Like. I mean, truly, like, I could, any sort of urban center, as long as it's an urban center, fuck, I'll do the quad cities. I've seen pictures. There's a yeah. square. Um, there's, like... <laughs> a town square? There's yeah. There's a town square. Okay. <laughs> there's a small walkable, walking, like, you know, district. Yeah. I mean, truly, like, I, I think, at least with L.A., I do understand why people like it. Okay, good. Because it is, it is, I, I and especially seeing you work there, Peter, because... Mm. Especially if you have an advantage where, like, with regard to pace, work mm. ethic, you yeah. will thrive there. In L.A.? Yes. Oh, yeah. I I think anyone from outside of L.A.? Yeah. Well, that's not true. The country is really big. I'm talking about Chicago or New York thrives mm -hmm. here. Actually, I, th I feel like Chicagoans thrive the most here. I Actually. Agree. Yes. Because New Yorkers feel like there's, like, a sense of, like... Um, New Yorkers feel like they've been hazed by New York. So yeah. they're in some kind of weird like Stockholm syndrome with New York. They're like, I rep New York. I'm a New Yorker. I got fucking robbed and mugged and beat yeah. up in the street. And I'm a fucking New Yorker. You know what I mean? And then yeah, they yeah. come here and they're like, fuck LA. But Chicagoans, they're like, okay, we know how to hustle. And now we're applying it to a slower city. Yeah. It's like, come, it's like uh, you know, working out with like heavy weights on or jogging yes. with weights on and then taking them off and then you're sprinting. Yes. That's what it feels like here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Speaking that of exactly, which. That's exactly how, what I was talking about. Yes. Now let me ask you about your experience with the Ajima Show Live. Dude, you were. First I of mean, all. It was fucking incredible. You guys. It was incredible. You are the best fans. But Peter and I walked away with swag. Like people brought us people, gifts. You guys brought us gifts. That's so beautiful. And Thank I'm not so talking much. about trinkets, okay? I'm talking about face masks, almonds yes. in flavors I've never fucking experienced before. I've never experienced. Never ever, bitch. Puldak almonds? Yes. I mean, what the fuck? The calm, the persimmons? Yes. Bitch, I had never eaten a persimmon until our fans brought us persimmons. And yeah. my Are mom you used serious? to make you me never eat calm. Had a calm before? No, I I tasted it because my mom would cut them up and then she likes yeah. them and then I would eat them and I'd be like, "Ew, I Everyone's don't like this." Everyone's mom likes a calm. Tomorrow, and mothers like, love calm. Mom, <laughs> mom loves mom calm. Because I didn't really get to eat a lot of it either because my mom likes cum. My mom would offer me a little piece and then when I would just like make a little stink face, she'd be like, fuck you and go. <laughs> and eat the whole thing, seed and all. You know, like I didn't even know cums had seeds. My mom ate them so fast. I ate this cum so fucking fast, Unji. I cannot even tell you. I peeled it with a, p a potato peeler and then I just literally yeah, really? in inhaled it. It was so good. It tasted like a mellower, more sophisticated mango. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's juicy. It's juicy. Juicy, but not like overly sweet. No, no, no. Or tart. It's yes. It's very like, shishi la. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like, it's like a, like a beautiful, it's like any beautiful woman. It's like, yes. she's sweet, but she's got a little bit of, you know, like complex. a. Complex. 
Yes. Like there's a little bit of pain in our life that's gonna make it. Yeah. A little, yeah. Like, a little depth. Like a, a man betrayed her. Her father uh-huh. was weird. Yes. Like something like that. She but had to give up her son to a rich yes. family. Yes. Like something uh-huh. happened. That's mm. the flavor of a. Calm. That's the flavor, Han. Calm is flavored with full Korean Han. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, that's just like fucking poetry. <laughs> like, wow. The, the struggle, the cultural angst, yeah. all in one fruit. Angst. Um, I, our fans, I mean, come on, guys. D, Cindy Um and crew, shout out to Cindy Um and Alvin. Yes. Like they, they came through. And these are the guys <laughs> I did the um, wedding for. I emceed yeah, the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Those fans, and also, I can't even believe this, but I forgot the name we were supposed to shout out. But if, you, if you're listening, which I, I'm sure you are, because yeah. y- y'all sisters, twin sisters. Twin sisters, yes. Ipuni Onni, you know? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They came down from Seattle. Drove the Seattle. fuck down from Seattle, Washington. Okay? In time for our show. That blew my fucking mind. I was... I was floored. After the show, I felt good about it. And then they came up to us and told us that. And I was like, I'm not worthy. I can't. How did. Why? Why did you do that? It actually made me feel bad. I felt bad. I was like, can I give you money? Can I give you some (laughs) gas money or something? Like just to. (laughs) And then they wanted to take pictures. And we had drinks at three clubs. It was so fun. You guys. What was the name of who couldn't come? She introduced them to the podcast. I don't know, but they just were, they just described her as the friend that couldn't come. You don't remember the name? Oh my god, I feel no, so bad. Did, I, I think it was like name. Sandra Cho, or uh, I'm fucking it up. I, it might be if if you're listening and you're you're the person, you know who I'm talking about. The twins, yes, who yes. came down from Nobody Seattle, po- yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah. um, and then the friend from Anaheim, yes, a goofy, so funny, a Pictures. great laugh. Oh, our fans are the best, I know. truly the best. And we, and we, we were sold out tickets. Obviously some people flaked. <laughs> Ahem. Ahem. You know who the fuck you are? I am looking at you right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm Just disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> we need to put that on a t-shirt immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was mostly our fans. I thought it was going to be a lot of our like comedy friends and then whatever. But goddamn, it was so cool. There were gay Koreans in the so audience. Many. Oh my god! What the fuck? This is this was so fucking cool. And shout out to Sam O. So good. Oh my god, so good. Who started off the show did a five minute set opening for us. So funny. So funny. And what of a course, a cutie, cutie patootie. And also um, our oppa of all oppas, angry Asian man, Phil Yu. Yes. Oh, Phil oppa. He brought pe. 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 Got oh. calm and pe. We got like, calm I mean, and pe. Oh, my goodness. Like, truly insane. Insane. I, I would uh, overjoyed. That you guys came out. Uh, Phil Yu, we uh, interviewed him. He brought a whole sangja, pe sangja. And then the Koreans went crazy. They were like, yes. oh my God, <laughs> he came through right. Like, that's manners. That's dunchi right there. Yes. You come to a show, you fucking bring some pe. But it's kam. also so cool. Like, so, oh, so, such a cool, cool. move. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. cool move. Right? Like, it's like, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I stand. 
what <laughs> I stand. Yeah. Well, I uh, it, the, the show is so fun. We talked about Christmas. We talked about gifts. Remember that one um, person in the audience, Korean person, who said that they got toys from Christmas and we got so mad at her? We got so mad at them. We got we so them. angry. Yeah, we attacked them verbally. We we're like, what the fuck? What's, who, who's your mom? What does she do? How come you're getting toys? Because like literally right before that, we asked the Koreans in the audience who got gifts for Christmas and it was silent. <laughs> there was literally no one. Who was getting gifts for Christmas? Who ever got? And then this one girl said toys, and then we screamed at her, and then we're like, and then you said, and then I think you asked her, like, what do you mean, like Barbie dolls and something? And she's like, no. From the dollar store. <laughs> and then we were satisfied. Yeah, we were like, oh, okay, you're good, you're good. You're yeah. Good. <laughs> but yeah. You suffered. We, That's okay. You suffered. We just want to know you are also suffering. That's all we want to know out there. Um, but you guys, you've been here almost three years now. January is going to be three years. This is so fucking cool. And the fact that we have um, a, a contingency of small but mighty audience who yes. support us and we want to support you. Email in ajumashow at gmail.com. You can tweet at us or Instagram at ajumashow. We're going to take the tour. We're going to take the show on a tour, okay, to the East Coast in 2020. So yes. start telling your friends in the East Coast. I know y'all have cousins and friends and college friends in the East Coast who need a respite from this corporate white world. And they yes. need some angry-ass, queer-ass, loud-ass Koreans in their ears to tell them what's up with the world. So please spread the word. And also leave a review, rate us. That really help us to get um, noticed by new people on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher, Premium, whatever, all that stuff. You know what to do. You know what to do. Well, I'm so excited that you had a great time here. Uh, we have some news um, coming up soon. So mm -hmm. we don't want to like talk about it yet because nothing's been solidified. But once we get the contract signed, we will tell you exactly where we're going to be. Any other Isn't that vinyl exciting? Isn't that like fucking ah! like lovely little show business sexiness right there? <laughs> yeah, that's because yeah. of you guys. That's like, thank you. Thank you. You guys made this happen. The listeners made it possible for us to fill out that LA show the right people in the audience and then the right people said you know what we want you to bring it over here and where we'll we'll soon break that in episodes to come and <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you know what I, you know what I will say there, what? at the Chicago Ajima show there were more actual Ajimas uh, yeah that's true there were more Ajimas but LA's fucking cool and hip. I see you. It's the young Ajima contingency. Yeah, 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 yeah. Young Ajimas, we're out energy. here. The Ajima energy is fierce and it's loyal, and I'm here <laughs> for you. Thank you so much. I love you guys. We love you guys. Stay tuned for updates on new live shows. And with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Bye. Everybody, my name is Mark Markiplier, the YouTube personality with over 22 million subscribers. And himself, Markiplier, is here. How about that, guys? Make some noise. Mark Fishbuck, better known as Markiplier. So how uh, how did your family? Uh, I'm sure at first it was a little jarring to them. You know, you're uh, studying biomedical engineering. Uh, a lot of people don't. That doesn't lead to YouTube. Uh, no. <laughs> were they uh, surprised at the time? And I'm assuming supportive now. Oh, yeah. They, my mom hated it. Yeah. My mom hated it so much. My mom is Korean. Sure. She really likes the idea of me being in school. Yeah. And so for the longest time, I was lying to her. Not a good move. Uh, so I was, I was, uh, and it was even worse because I was living with her at the same time. So I had to... <laughs> 
I had to somehow leave the house for about four hours at a time, go to like a Starbucks or something, and just sit around and wait. Right, oh, wow. Fun. Yeah, wow. You fully fake jobbed her. I really did. Yeah. I really did, yeah. Okay, we are back. Uh, wow, lots to talk about. But today, I particularly want to talk about this one story that's been circulating in wait. the news. Okay. I was going to put this in, and then I saw you, that you had put it in. I was oh, like, really? Good. Okay, good. perfect. Good. I'm glad. We both have a hot take on this. Okay, so you guys have heard of this show, America's Got Talent. It's kind of like, uh, um, you know, American Idol, The Voice. X Factor. Fucking X Factor. It's all the same kind of show. Yes. And uh, it's also um, hosted and produced by Simon Cowell, the, you know, fucking troll of all trolls. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you might have heard in the news that um, Gabrielle Union uh, of uh, a, a judge of the show, a former judge of the show, was let go or she, you know, got fired uh, TBD. because TBD, who knows what actually happened, but we know what happened. Um, she started complaining about the toxic workplace, um, toxic workplace environment at the show and all the um, garbage that she had to go through, okay? So, you know, she had to go through, like, people saying, your hairstyle is too black. What the fuck does that even mean? Too black? Insane. Insane. In 2019 Insane. on America's yeah. Got... First of all, what the fuck is Simon Cowell doing on America's Got Talent? Get the fuck out of here. All right, you fucking British troll. Go yeah, hang out with Piers Morgan. Stupid bitch. Anyway. <laughs> that he's on the show now. <laughs> hairstyle's too black, they said. Also, Simon Cowell called her difficult because she complained about him smoking indoors. Hello? Who the Are fuck is doing me? this? This is white millionaire bullshit, okay? Tw- this is 2019. You that don't is smoke straight indoors. Up insane. You don't do it, okay? I don't care if it's a huge studio. You don't fucking do it. There are people around you like Gabrielle S. Union who does not smoke. And also has young children. You can't take that. What the fuck? Yeah. And she was pregnant with Dwayne Wade's kid. The not fuck are pregnant. you doing? Not pregnant. She wasn't pregnant. Sorry, this is. Sorry, and then she complained about it and they're like, oh, yeah. she's being, quote, difficult. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. And then finally. Uh, I don't know if this is worse than any of the, but pertaining to Koreans, Jay Leno, which um, he is like a guest judge on the show. He made jokes about like a painting of dogs. And he's like, oh, is that a menu for a Korean restaurant? And then Gabrielle Union took that and was like, I'm not taking this. You need to fucking take that off. That is offensive. And it it actually did not air though. Okay. Oh, great. It didn't air after multiple people complained. Yeah, you should. You sh- it shouldn't have even been a thing to air. Mm-hmm. So after that happened, and Gabrielle Union shed light on it, okay, she asked for that joke to be reported to HR, but it never was, and it was taken. Uh, it was taken care of by quote the executive on set, which means it nothing was done. They were like, oh, Jay Leno, whatever. He's old. He's an old fart. Whatever. It's it's an off color joke. But groups like the Asian American, um, AAAJ, Asian Americans Advancing Justice, and Media Action Network for Asian Americans are now pressuring NBC to cut ties with Jay Leno because of this joke, 
Okay. Also, he has a new show, Jay's Garage, where he he's in like a gen- denim jumpsuit, looking at fucking his nice cars. I mean, I don't understand what the Wait, fuck he's this on, is. He has another NBC a new show, show, a new show, NBC Universal. So clearly, another one, another one, yet another one, and they had to fire Conan. Get the fuck out of here, okay? NBC, NBC's also the Mark Burnett. Garbage trash, uh, uh, the apprentice that made the presidency what it is, okay? Uh, for uh, arguably allowed for the pre- clown presidency to happen, and on top of that, they have all the n-word tapes, by the way. And then on top of that, yeah, um, fucking uh, what's it called? Um, uh, what was I just about to say? I don't know. Fucking Lauren Michaels. Whatever, right? So like, <laughs> <laughs> Shane Gillis, I'm not over Shane I don't like this. <laughs> I'm not over it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Jay Leno. Um, I can't believe he has another show. Another like, show. NBC and Jay Leno need to quit each other. They quit. cannot. They can't. They're they broke back mountain each other. Each other. Yes, they're broke back for each other. Yes, they're broke back. Jay Leno has said trash like this before. He, um, so the groups, the Asian American groups, and thank God for these research and ass Asian American groups. They went back into the archives and Love. pulled up one of these monologue jokes that did air. That he said Kim Dong Sung, a South Korean Olympic short track skater who had been disqualified in the 1500 meter speed skating final, yeah. and then in his monologue, he that was a setup, and Leno. Remarked that Kim, quote, was so mad he went home and kicked the dog and then ate him. <sighs> Jay Leno. I mean, I mean, this was probably from which winter? The Nagano? Nagano? I don't even know. And the thing is, it's the same fucking joke, right? It's the That's same why it's, joke. It's, it's so hack. It's, hack. it's not even offensive. It's hack. Jay, if you would come at us in an interesting way, in a novel way, in a way like, yeah, dude, does Jay have some Korean friends? Like, yeah, made me yeah. think and question, and then, like, you know, just that sort of humor. However transgressive or uh, taste-wise it might have been questionable, I would have been able to respect that. And you know that he, about this at the Ajima show. We will tolerate a lot. <laughs> a lot, trust. We it gets barely uh, you know, PC when we're around. Yes, it's true. But as long as it is not hack. Don't be fucking hack. Okay, are you commenting on that fucking K pop joke that I made? <laughs> no. Are you? Are you dragging me for that? Because I need no, to know. I was not. Okay. <laughs> Truly not, if had you not know, thought about it. I mean, I got the like. biggest groan and boo of my life during the LA live show because I made an off-color joke. <laughs> and if you're if you uh, if you become a we're Patreon there. member you, or were there, you would know. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is just like a little um, inside joke for all of us. But okay, it was off-color, and yeah, we do make off-color jokes. Why? Because we're comedians and we push the envelope. I get it. The same thing Shane Gillis said, but there are some things that are not <laughs> there are some things that are not pushing the envelope, and they're just lazy and hack. Yeah. Okay. The lazy. dog Koreans eating dogs. That was hack in 1990. Yeah. When I was eight years old, that was hack. Please, what the fuck? 
is Jay Leno pulling in that many ratings? That many eyeballs are watching Jay Leno's fucking sunken ass eyes and sharp chin and high pitched annoying laugh. Who's watching? Who's watching I mean, Jay Leno? Yeah, you know, I was I was reading this article with Kim about Kim K about the two thousands, you know, because those were coming to the close, and um, she was talking about how she still does so pretty traditional television when she's promoting something, and she was talking to Kylie about how she would like do Jay Leno and David Letterman, and Kylie was like, "What's Jay Leno?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, ouch, but yes. <laughs> I mean, like, truly, NBC, no one under age, under the age of 35 cares about Jay Leno. Or and is would, aware. Oh, no, yes. And tw- uh, people under 25 have no idea. People barely know who Stephen Colbert is. Yes. And Stephen Colbert's it's the one. shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, what the fuck? Like, this is so... This is so trash. And big ups to Gabrielle Union for sticking up for what's right. And I love to see integrity. I love to see. I'm obsessed with integrity. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any of it. Me so I like obsessed. to see it in other people. Yeah. Yes. I need to learn. Yes. It's like- <laughs> how to stick up for myself. It's like how I like, I like, I love um, to like look at the container store and like um, organizational mom, like Instagrams. Oh, I love to do that. It's like one of my little um, like ways to relax. Aside from Tetris Blitz, is like <laughs> that. <laughs> Are you still on that Blitz? You still blitzing it? Oh, honey, I'm still on that litterboard. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> good for you. Maybe I need to join your ass. But my, I have a fucking iPhone 5s. Okay. I, an Andro- I mean, neither of us on our phones is looking good. No, <laughs> we're embarrassed. We're like the embarrassing old Korean people that like cannot get it together. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, yeah. like our glasses are down on the edge of our noses while we like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cacao, cacao, what do you do? Cacao, what do you do? This is just open. Yeah. Your Wi-Fi, how does it turn out? Yeah. This this face, you have to open the door. Yeah. What? What? Yeah, but um, yeah. Shout out to Gabrielle Union. Shout out to AAAJ Media Action Network for Asian Americans um, for putting this kind of pressure on NBC. This is the type of shit that um, c- makes Asian Americans invisible when we don't talk back or we don't clap back. We ought it's to true. be clapping back. Yes, is it an old fucking man making a hack joke? Yes, but if we don't clap back and say that's enough, it's gonna keep happening. And if we don't clap back, no one will clap back for us. Maybe Gabrielle Union. She's F-O-K. She's a fucker. Friend of Korean. She's a friend of Korean for this episode. I don't care what y'all say. Gabrielle Union is a fucker. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. That's it. That's all I got to say. That's all I have to say. Okay. I'm going to... My... This is going to be... This actually goes back to the LA show. Oh. Um... Because, you know what I, I like, was squealing backstage when Sam was talking about the little forks that you what? would pierce your fruit with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tiny forks. Fruit forks. Fruit forks. Yeah. And that is such a, that is very Korean, right? That's yeah. like, I didn't, the second he said it, I was like, oh my God, of course. Like that and like the trays to like yes. bring stuff in. Yes, fruit trays. Yeah, like Quiet. that's very, you know, and so I 
There's this, I didn't realize this, but there is a very specific type of dish called Port Marion. Do you know where this? P-O-R-T-M-E-I-R-I-O-N. Never heard of that. What is that? Okay, so click on the link and it's like called it's the Botanic Garden Line. And oh. it's like these floral dishes. And I had never seen them. But when I was reading this article, oh, it's like, like okay. I guess like fancier Koreans had these. I've seen these dishes. Yes. Yeah, these and florally. I know this. Yes. Yeah. And they are, uh, they show up a lot in K-drama. That's where I've seen these. Ah, okay. But you, um, I guess this is like a thing that is very popular among Korean immigrants. And Korean, uh, not only in a Korean American, but Koreans in Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so this is like the same thing as with like fucking Babadi, you know, like stuff like that. Like weird brands that are like on the downswing that Koreans or Chinese American, like Asian people decide to like. And they re- like experience this resurgence. And this is one of those brands. And like it happened in the like 90s. And it's when um, that sort of like boom in the Korean economy started to happen. And like you see, I mean like, this article will link to it. It like kind of describes wh- how this piece of dishware, and you'll see it. It's an iconic fucking thing because I've seen this. You're right at my fancier friends' houses. Yeah, it's the floral dishes, and you know where I've seen it most recently. Where my mother-in-law. <gasps> what? She just bought into it. She just bought all the this Russian type Jew. Of, yes, she just bought all this type of dish. Dishes. Whoa! And like, and the thing is, so it's a thing. Um, like the people and the chairman and the brand are all aware of this phenomenon in the South Korean market, right? And um, like they they know, and like they South Korea and South Koreans, uh, in Korea and South Korean Americans in America, obviously, are responsible for like a large part of their business. Damn. It so says by, so, yeah. by 2009, Port Marion reported that its sales increased by 31% in, in the Korean market over the first half of the year, helping exactly. the company grow profits by almost a third. Yes. Oh, my God. That's like we were responsible for all their growth. Damn. And I, I wonder, okay, so is there anything Korean about this besides the consumption of this product? Flowers. Like, <laughs> like very, flowers aren't inherently Korean. No, no, but it's just like the like that sort of like cheesy beauty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you know everything being like Monet, you know, like yeah, everything yeah. like water lily. Yeah, like people that is very. Um, there's in at the ABC Plaza in uh, K Town in LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a like apparently like the one. The, the household name for Korean families in the area. Um, but there's a woman that works there. She is the re- quote-unquote resident expert on the pottery for the last 20 years. And she says, um, as a selling point, Lee references Korean, pay, K, uh, Korean pop, pop culture. Uh, she tells her customers that the Botanic Garden line is most recognizable in K-dramas, specifically arranged in fictional home settings to allude to household wealth. Right? It's become ah. a, a status symbol. <gasps> and uh, you see it in Boys Over Flowers, Home for Summer, Sky Castle, okay? And she was saying that when, when a family friend came in to purchase hundreds of dollars worth of the collection, 
Quote, unquote, she says, she loves them so much because looking at the flowers on them makes her happy. You can imagine this in Korean, right? Oh, my uh, God. Because washing dishes isn't laborious for her because the pretty <gasps> flowers on the bottom give her joy. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know, God. this is some ajma shit to say. That is some ajma shit that to say. That is an ajma-ass fucking for, statement right there. Yes. I'm stuck in is, the kitchen. And when I'm stuck in the kitchen and my <laughs> husband is out watching golf and smoking cigarettes, I like to look deeply into the lilies of this plate and remind myself that I married well. <laughs> but also, oh. chupshi is important in Korean culture. Oh, of course. It's status. Yes. And like, so... This, as I was reading this, I was like, I never had this, these dishes. I didn't see them you know too much. You know what's so crazy that I, I'm reading this article as we speak, kind of like yeah. scrolling down, and yeah. I see that um, it says other brands besides Port Marion's just as recognized in Korean households. American made Corel plates. That's were, what I'm saying. That's what we had. I had that. I was a Corel family. You were a Corel bitch? Oh, I was a Corel bitch. Honey, I. <laughs> <laughs> and those America- are the milkier white and you yeah. guys if we'll link to this too you'll see the the jubshi is like the ones with like the little like little designs on the edge on the edge it's like brownish tannish i literally yes. have one in my hand right now i Corral. kept one i like i was like scarla o'hairing it's so like i'm like i will never forget where i come from and this, this uh, never <laughs> never ever this dish right this, this chupshi mm-hmm. is my identity Yes. Okay. This is my ancestry, and I'm gonna take it. Someday it's gonna be worth so much fucking money. And this fucking article on Eater says American-made Corel plates were more common among the budget conscious. How devastating and yes, how and accurate. Yes, that, bu- that was definitely budget conscious. And like, and that's like the thing that they call um, the in the Corel article. They just the guy describes it as an a, an a, uh, an accessible premium. <laughs> ah! I like that. <laughs> That's what I call our Patreon. Now let's <laughs> bring it back to the Patreon. <laughs> but I mean, like the thing is, the Corel plate, and this is the importance of Gypsy. Like, if you guys to imagine wh- how your fruit was served to you, and and the thing is with the Corel plates, the article in the Washington Post, it really is much more about like poor regular immigrant families. I saw this plate everywhere mm-hmm. all yes. my indian friends had it mm-hmm. all my vietnamese filipino friends had this dish this you corral know? dish this is the dish you know what's so crazy i have a distinct memory of eating kimchi chige yes! out of a corral bowl Bo- those bowls those fucking bowls oh my god it's because and they this also is so- flip out they flare out of the top so you can slurp you can oh my god that's exactly it. You gotta fucking drink that fucking kumur. Yeah. That chige. Cause you know, at one point the kondegi is done. Yes. You gotta just slurp it all up. And you know, if you're in a good Korean household, they will not let you leave that fucking kumur there. you know, bara boktonga, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't throwing that fucking good kumur away. Did I tell you you are a kandigi boy? You are like I a am good a kandigi. I, I never liked the kandigi. Yeah. I always got in trouble about it. My dad had to eat it. <laughs> oh really? Kandigi is the best part. I know. My mom always said that. I didn't. I always kumur. I'm a kumur bitch. Ah, uh, you're a kook bitch. Kook <laughs> uh, <laughs> bitch. Should that be the title of the episode? <laughs> 
<laughs> we are cook bitches. <laughs> oh my god, another t-shirt. Look at this. The merch just sells itself. Um wow, that is so crazy. These poor Marions. I one day uh, aspire to have a set myself. They look nice. And my, you know, at my ma- mother-in-law's house, like it does look beautiful. Like and yeah. the thing is now that I see it, like I understand like Chupshi as Koreans, like it's a big deal. Like you know, you because I think our relationship to cook, like soup, yeah, is so soup. intimate. Like mm. a bowl fucking matters. Yeah, it's presentation. Like, yeah, and like because because even as you get to the bottom of the bowl, like if there's a beautiful like you know earthenware. Like you know, there was also a, a movement when we we're. It's like a, the newer trend is to have like very classic, like very ancient looking Korean yes, dishes. Yes, you know? very like thrown pottery. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like that vibe is like very trendy now. Yeah, like it looks like like a like an old man just made it in the dirt and like. You know? Yeah, and then f- fired it up in the hearth, and then yeah. it just—it's not even glazed, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is the vibe. That's like the new thing. Yeah, that is the um, new thing. And so, like, th- like I—I I think that intimate sort of, like, you know, that is very immigrant to attach um, such significance to these talismans of our like journey over and of status symbols. Like, mm. that is very like you are new here. And like that's the reason why this thing that has not been passed down in any sort of way, right? Like there's, you know, I think like people that have been here over generations, there's like a a, a watch or like a flag or some shit that you know has gone down generations. We don't have any of that shit, you know. Yeah. Like if you're like me, your mom sold everything at the Busan airport, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're coming up here with nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're like me, um, our landlord robbed us. And uh, all my like gold rings, everything's gone. And uh, my oh mom, my, o- my mom <laughs> always says like, "Don't worry, I have life insurance. You'll get money when I die." Yes, my mom says too. And I ask her, I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Yeah." What about the funeral and everything? She was like, "Well, you know, you could just like." Um, cremate me so there's no funeral. I was like, do you know how much fucking cremation costs, bitch? Like, that's your your body's going to science, all right? <laughs> but I mean, like, truly, like that is like a thing. Like, you know, like there's no that life insurance thing is so funny. Yeah, my mom says the same thing. But like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have very blunt, harsh mothers, yeah. which is why we do what we do. <laughs> But like you know, this like you know how attaching ourselves to like chipshi and like these things like dishes and like I'm trying to think like I don't know if there's any other big thing aside from like that stuff like in our home that mattered as much like blankets, yeah. blankets, blankets like, that, chun, like yeah, yeah, it's like nice tamnyo. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, that's really like matters. huge. Yeah, tamnyo is huge. And all, like clothing, clothing is like a big thing. But yeah. like, if for the home, like this is it. Like that, the like. Or the, like terebi, as it became like more modern, like yes. the bigger Samsung TV you had or something like that. <laughs> I, bitch, um, I, my parents had a wood paneled zenith until. <gasps> yes, come on, zenith. <laughs> yeah, like we had a wood paneled zenith <laughs> yes! until. 
I'm going to say 2000. With the clicky dials? Yes, 2004. Yes. It was a punch thing. It was a punch. We oh, it was a oh, button punch. Oh, button my punch. God. That's so old school. That's yes. like um, late 60s, early 70s. <laughs> no, maybe. It was like, it was probably. A no, hand me down when like, we came over in the 80s. 80s, more like late 70s, early 80s. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I had a punch thing, that's like pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? It's modern. Not yeah, the, that's not modern. The twisty. Yeah, the twisty tourney I had, it was from the 70s, and we had wood panel as well. Yes. Oh Damn. my gosh. Because yeah, you had TV. to encase it in something. It it's was not, a good TV. It was a great TV. I watched a lot of PDO on it. Yes. Uh, yeah, a lot of um, uh, Hong Kong movies, like those uh, kung fu movies, yeah. and then with the Korean sub. That's how I learned to read Korean because I would read subtitles in the Chinese movies. Ah, you know, so much of like all my languages from television. Absolutely, television yeah. is culture. But it's like so. Just remembering this, like for me. Like, it was just very nostalgic. Like, looking at... I did not know the name of that dish to, mm. to now know that it's called a Corel plate. Like, you know, <sighs> it, like, galvanizes shit for me in my mind and as a memory of what, you know... Like, that's that to me, as I get older, like, I find myself wanting to return to those things, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And those me memories too. and, like, you know... That's, uh, that, that was it. That's how it's you know it. we're getting old because we're fucking getting nostalgic. I know, I know, yes. I know. Yes. But you know what? Uh, for this Christmas and this New Year's and looking into our 2020, I wish all of our listeners a life that is metaphorically um, stepping up to the Port Marion uh, dishware. <laughs> May your life go from Corel to Port Marion this coming year. Say All right, with that, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Markiplier, and this is my Wired Autocomplete interview. Why can't Markiplier drink alcohol? Okay, so I'm half Korean. So a lot of people in Korea, they can't process alcohol correctly. They get red in the face when they do. I get that to a super degree. The last time that I really drank alcohol, I actually had a heart attack. I was in the bathroom and I felt dizzy. It didn't go away and then I, I passed out and I felt silly because they called an ambulance. I was like, no, it's not needed. And then in the ambulance right over, I had another heart attack. It's a very weird thing and I'm not risking that again to drink. So that is why I can't drink. All right, we are back, and it's time for Kick-Ass Korean Joe. Key! All right, who do you got this week? I got Mary H.K. Choi. <gasps> Wait, how do I know this name? Mary H.K. Choi. Did we do her? I'm not sure. Is she a writer? Yeah. Okay. Maybe? Yes. We have? No, I don't think we have. I would have known. You know what we did? This was, she wasn't I, I think I follow she her. That's why. No, she 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 wasn't a kick ass, but uh. she, we did talk about her. We talked about her. Yeah. Oh, because of our, our uh, during our during our YA episode. Yes. Okay, let's go into the kick ass. Okay. okay. Um. So her name is Mary H K Choi. Uh. uh the the she's recently put out a YA novel called Emergency Contact. Um. It sounds fucking awesome. It's like basically about um, this like. 
it, like a, an angsty teen fresh, uh, freshman at UT Austin who is like, what is this? I'm sorry. She, who's like, who meets up with this like guy at a cafe and they like become each other's emergency contact. And it's like this love story, but like with no, nothing bad happens. And oh, it's weird. like, <laughs> and she's a, I know it's actually really cool. She like, okay, uh, I'm listening. <laughs> um, and she's also, it's a, so she's, um, a Texas native, like in the book, and she's at their first year, um, frustrated by her mother's lack of intuitive sense and tired of, of her protecting her from unsolicited attention of questionable men. She looks forward to establishing some boundaries in their relationship. And she's raised by a single mom. Very cool. And um, it's like she, he's recovering. It's like, it's like a really cool little toxic you know what it reminds me of? Uh, the Idiot, which is like a new uh, book by another woman recently. It was like in the running for the Pulitzer Prize this year. But it's like um, a love story through text. Oh, so it's written through via text. Yes. Like they're oh, wow. like digital conversations. And Wow, that's interesting. So it all, But it also addresses the issue of sexual assault and its relevance in the Me Too era. Um, if the person doesn't want to report. So it's like, it's heavy. Um, and it's like, intoxic. Like, it seems like a really cool, I'm going to read this book. <laughs> but like, you know, because it's like a lot of questions that young people are having to deal with because like the questions around consent are so much at the forefront of sexual conversations now mm. for younger people. I mean, older people are, uh, as well, but like I think younger people are coming into sexual into their sexuality, having the conversation, not like us, where it's like we're discovering, like, oh, I don't know, you know? <laughs> Didn't realize uh, I could talk about it. I don't know. Like, yeah, like, I just always went along with it. I guess I felt bad about it, like, you know? But they're having this conversation. So it's like um, a very cool book, but she herself is very cool. So she was born in Korea, at Mary H.K. Choi. She was born in Korea and then ultimately came to Texas at 14. Wow, hard age. Hard tough, age. Tough age. Yes. Tough age. Went to UT Austin and then went to fucking New York and was very cool. Like she, from her wiki entry, is just like someone that was just cool. She worked in like hip hop magazines. She became the founding editor in chief of Misbehave. It's an um, alternative magazine for young women, uh, Brooklyn based, uh, mm. which I do know about like i was very into zine culture at that time she was very cool you know and wow. she um became like a like a, a good essayist and um writer known for like writing about her relationship with her mom music life as an expat and also fashion she uh was a columnist at wired was an editor at large for mtv style Mm. Uh, and a contributing editor at Allure magazine. Wow. Have you heard of it on your Instagram? Yeah. Yes, Alluring. Huh? Yeah, Alluring. And she was also a culture correspondent for Vice News on HBO. Um, she like also hosts a monthly podcast called Hey Cool Job, which I know about because um, mm. we covered the other, like another person who was on that podcast. Um, and like she's written very cool stuff. Like she was a writer for uh, Lady Deadpool at Marvel Comics. Whoa, she also wrote for Shadow nice. the She Devil at Marvel. She's writing cool. the mythology. The Damn. fact that she turned to YA is like such a clear pivot 
because she write, wants to write rewrite the narrative. She is writing the mythology. I fucking you know? love like that. She's creating the thing. Get him young. Yes. Get him when, when they're impressionable, not old fucking calcified, uh, you know, dinosaurs like us. We try to be open, but like imagine reading Mary H.K. Choi when we were 13. Oh, I'd be different. <laughs> Completely different. I would I'd be, probably be famous I, now. Yeah. <laughs> I would have Port Marion plates right now. Yeah. Instead of these goddamn Corels, okay? <laughs> Mary H.K. Choi changing the face of the generation. I fucking love it. And also, we did talk about her when we talked about Permanent Record, which is our yes. other book. Yes. Um, which is part of like the Korean Americans writing cool stuff episode. And uh, that that's so cool that we get to take a deeper dive. I can't wait to read her stuff. I'm gonna read this um, emergency contact book. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. For the oh, maybe over the break. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Awesome. So go check out Mary H K Choi. We'll have her socials on the um, on the episode when it releases tomorrow uh, or today when you're listening to this. Uh, my kick-ass Korean is um, a photographer by the name of Hannah Yoon. And this person was nominated, actually, by a listener, uh, by another listener named Hannah. Uh, Hannah Yoon is a Korean-Canadian photographer whose works have been seen on New York Times, NPR, uh, all the great publications. She does amazing work. Um, Hannah Yoon came into our orbit because she takes portraits of other Koreans who challenge the hyphen that so often defines Koreans outside of Korea. So, Kyopos, Hapas, Mm -hmm. you know, like people with last names that are not specifically Korean and they're like, are you Asian? Are you Korean? What's your thing? You know? I love, I love that hyphen, like energy. Like, yes. 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 That is, we do exist in that hyphen, in that space. Yeah. And the AP, um, uh, what is that thing called where it's like grammar police or whatever? You know, like there's like a, a not grammar police. What a fucking dumbass I am. Um, yeah. The the like um, AP style. Yeah, the style of like where, where every writer is supposed to you know like uh, adhere to. Anyway, in the AP style, Asian American, uh, that hyphen has been taken out now, and it's just two words next to each other. Interesting. But, uh, but because of the act the like the point of her work the she's trying to attack the hyphenate identity Mm -hmm. and the photographs uh also capture a certain sense of han according to her Mm. um that struggle that we always talk about and this feeling of uh of bridging multiple cultures and multiple homes something that you and i constantly come back to as a theme in our shows and in our stand-up Mm-hmm. And, you know, just all the work we do and the fact that you guys listen to what we do and what we talk about means that you are also experiencing this as well. Or you're a fuck learning, like learning about our culture, and what we're going through. Um, but some great quotes from uh, this NPR article uh, says photographing people has led me to dig deeper into Korean history and how we collectively have been impacted by what the country has gone through, even if we didn't grow up there. I thought that was so salient. Especially yeah. for this podcast specifically, as two Korean Americans traversing Hollywood, traversing queer identity, queer spaces, femme spaces, like these are spaces that don't that we don't associate with Korea. Yet, whatever happens in Korea affects us here as well. 
Mm-hmm. And she also says, I wanted to show a diverse group of Koreans from age, gender, career, and experiences. It's only recently that Koreans have been getting attention, which is true. But I wanted it to go beyond K-pop, beyond Korean barbecue, beyond skincare regimen. My hope is that by hearing even a little bit of our stories, people will explore the depths of their own stories and identities. When we can take ownership of our stories and who we yes. are, it brings diversity to the table. End quote. Yes. This is so beautiful. Yes. What a smart lady. What an incredible photographer an artist she's doing great work she has like a whole uh photo uh, um collection of uh, uh from a new york times article covering the bidens like she out here working and she is kick-ass to me and oh, she I is bringing it. the diaspora and the the, the the diversity of our diaspora and she's um looking at it through her lens and then letting us you know feel the emotional impact of that and I think that's so fucking cool. So hell yeah, Hannah Yoon, go check her out. We'll post her socials on. I love our already episode. Korean people. It's like, I, that, I mean, those Christ. are faves, right? Yes, I already. Like, uh, I, I love an already like a, a Korean girl in a black turtleneck. Hello. Yes, black frame glasses and a top knot. Give it to me. Give it to me. Like I just, <laughs> I want to talk to you about stuff. I want you to chastise me about my shallowness. Yes. Give it to me. Yes. Give me in line. I only want to take um, criticism and notes from other Koreans, and yes. that's it. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No notes from you, Paul. Paul, Wise Weinstein. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> I'll take some notes from you. Yeah. Paul. Paul. Lee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 pastor's kid, Paul. <laughs> I knew a pastor's kid, Paul Lee. He was actually very nice and hot. Yes. Uh, Paul Lee, yes. if you're listening, hit me All up. the PKs I knew were very cool. All the PKs I knew were very cool and very dangerous. Yes. Ooh, Opa. We Opa all knew a Eunice that was dangerous. Yes. We all <laughs> knew a Eunice who had like perfectly highlighted hair. Yes. Beautiful voice, and yes. all the boys wanted her. All the yes. gays wanted to be her. Eunice! <laughs> Eunice! <laughs> Maybe this should be our out from that one. Yeah. All right, goodbye, Eunice! guys. Eunice! Eunice! <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, next week's Christmas. Do you have any shows coming up? Um, yes, I'm going to be doing a show next Monday, um, something real quick called something else at beauty bar at nine 30. And then I'm going to be taking a break. I'm going to be taking a break until Amazing. that Saturday when I'll be doing another show. Um, but yeah, I'm taking a break. Dope. What about you? Are you taking a break? Um, no, uh, but <laughs> I'm not by choice. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I mean, I do want to take a little bit of break. I'm taking a break with my family being here, but I'm right back at it. So um, on the on the 22nd, I'm going to be doing uh, – I'm headlining a Whoa. Andrew Yang fundraiser at Three Clubs. Wow! Yes, yes. So I'll be doing that show. Does not equal endorsement. I am getting paid, um, but <laughs> – um, uh, it's just it's going to be a cool thing. Hopefully, there'll be cool agents there, and we could talk about. I don't know, dick jokes, yeah. and um, <laughs> so that'll be fun. I don't think Andrew Yang's going to be there, but it'll be cool. And then my okay. family's in town, and on the twenty eighth uh, on Saturday, I'm going to be at Flappers at five p.m. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's when uh, comedy comes alive. Oh yeah, that's right. And Sunday the twenty right ninth. Dinner. <laughs> right before <laughs> early bird special. That's when everybody's ready to laugh. When the sun's barely gone down. Uh, and then on that Sunday the 29th, I'll be at the UCB Sunset doing a set opening for John and Ashley's show. So um yeah, that's about it. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy yeah. Kwanzaa. Whatever you're celebrating. Happy, happy, happy. Uh, be safe and be warm. And we love you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.